Good evening and welcome to South Warren High School where tonight we've got a girls only 14th district matchup on tap for you between your Warren East Lady Raiders and the Lady Spartans of South Warren. This is your pregame show brought to you by Coca-Cola. I'm Tyler Eaton. Joined courtside by Warren East softball head coach Philip McKinney. Coach, this is a game that we didn't know whether or not it would happen, especially after the boys game got called off. But Coach Neville was talking to me just a few minutes ago. She said that she and South Warren head coach Lane Embry were in talks uh, going back a few days to make sure that this game could happen if possible. It's a much different game from normal within the district because it's reached the point now where it's the second matchup of the season between these two teams. So this game has no bearing on the seeding for the 14th district tournament, but still very much feels like a game that both of these teams could really use in their back pocket moving forward to try to get some momentum down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of weird. You know, it's like, like you said, we're playing a district game uh, here, uh, you know, towards the end of February that, that doesn't really matter right. uh, towards seeding. But, you know, uh, the way that the girls' district is right now, these two teams could meet in the first round of, of district. Correct. So, you know, kind of maybe a, a, a little blueprint tonight. Uh, you know, they've already played once. Uh, you know, we, we came away with the victory tonight. Maybe try a few little things and see if they work and, and, uh, and kind of put it in your back pocket mm -hmm. just in case you uh, meet each other in the uh, district tournament. Warren East coming off a 53-47 loss at Barron County all the way back on Saturday. Before that, they had won four of their last five games. In that game against Barron County, Lucy Patterson, 25 points. Caroline Forrester, 10 points and 14 rebounds. Another double-double for her. Meanwhile, South Warren, they come in. Having now played three straight District 14 games, the last two have been losses to Greenwood, who they lost to 57-51, and they fell in their last matchup to Bowling Green 69-24. The Lady Purples continue to dominate, although I, I do want to point out, Coach, in the latest Bowling Green Preps Top 10, which is voted on by various media and such around the area, Greenwood up to number one on the girls' side in the Top 10. Bowling Green number two, Barron County, who the Lady Raiders just went toe-to-toe -to -toe with at number three, Warren Central four, so three of the top four within this 14th district. South Warren seven, Franklin Simpson, who Warren East just beat, is at nine, and then Warren East is at ten, despite having beaten both number seven and number nine. Now, but it does go to tell you how strong this district is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it does. And did, uh, now, do you get a vote on that? No, and it's something that I do hold a gripe with. Do you really? Absolutely. You need to talk to your fellow War Warren Central guy, Michael Compton, about that. Because if I were voting, my rating, my rankings will look just a little different. I would have Bowling Green number one right now. Well, but, well, but since, I, and I don't but say since that. you brought it up, yes. let, let me hear your top five. My top five? My top five of, no, you're really putting me on the spot. I think right now Bowling Green would have to be number one. And I don't say that to offend. And, I don't think there are any Greenwood fans. And not that it matters, but I, I agree with you on yes, that one. Yes, I, I think Bowling Green has played the best schedule. They've beaten Greenwood. Sure. They, do, they did lose to Barron County. Right. Um, but they were without one of their best players for a good portion sure. of that matchup. I think it's tough to differentiate between Greenwood and Barron County at the moment for two and three. Part of me would give the edge to Barron County because they've got that win over Bowling Green, but Greenwood is probably playing better and Greenwood, right now. Greenwood went to Barron and beat Barron. Correct. The last. So I mean, be, yeah, because I, I of say that, they're right there. Just, I would put yeah. Greenwood ahead. Um, Warren Central, you, I, I think they probably deserve that fourth spot, and then I would probably go with Russell County at five um, if, if I had to put together a, a, a top five right now. 
After yeah. that, it's kind of a wash. Like I mentioned, South Warren and Franklin Simpson. Warren East have beaten both of those two teams. Franklin exactly. Simpson very recently. Yep. And the Lady Raiders barely hanging on in the top ten at number ten. I don't know how much attention they, uh, the players, coaches pay attention to those. I don't know on the softball side how much you look into rankings and such like that. Yeah. But maybe some bulletin board potential or stuff for this yeah, team. I mean, it's. I don't know if they needed that. I mean, high school rankings, you know, especially, uh, you know, and, and it don't matter if it's in the state or if, if it's just in the region. Does that number really mean a whole lot? No, it doesn't. But, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when, when you're ranked, whether it's top five, top ten, in your region, state, whatever it is, you're at least in the conversation. Right. And if you're in the conversation, then you're obviously doing something right. So do you put a lot of lot of thought into it? No. But, you know, uh, I, and, and just, you know, speaking for, for myself, coaching, you know, uh, our girls in softball, you know, if we were fourth or fifth or whatever and we beat – you know the the team that was one or two. I'm making sure my girls know that at practice. Right. I I really am, and not in a bad way. But I'm just saying, hey, they you know there's people around here think y'all are you know fifth or sixth best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, you don't put a lot of thought into it. But yeah, you gotta you gotta poke it just a little bit every now and then. It's something that you can use to motivate a team, but. At this point in the season, you've probably reached a point where, where your girls or boys on that side can motivate themselves sure. and, and find that reasoning internally. As I mentioned, though, Barron County, they're ranked number three in those rankings. Warren East went up there, gave them all they had, 53-47. Again, the final score in that one. Barron County probably going to win the 15th district. Of course, that could change with some injury issues, but sure. projected to win that district. And again, that's two wins now that Warren East has in their back pocket over teams that you would project to win their districts, or, or not a win, you go up there and you play very, right, very play, well, yeah. and they've got the win over Franklin Simpson. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to watch a little bit on on, uh, on, a, on the phone uh, the, the Barron County game, and, and we definitely, you know, had the lead at, at, at one time in the second half and, and had some chances there at the end and uh, a few miss, miss easy shots and, and, and some turnovers. And, you know, that, that's kind of uh, some of the stuff that me and you talked about, having a young team, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but, but to get that experience, though, and I know it's not, well, we – you know, we, we played well, and, and this is a good loss. I don't know what a good loss is, right. okay? And, and, and we've talked about that before. Yes. It's either a win or it's a loss. But what you can do is you can say, hey, hey we played well. Mm-hmm. We came up to Barron County, or we went wherever on the road, and, and, and guys, we played well. And, and we're getting good experience, good situations, and good experience for these younger players. And, and you can't. You can't simulate that stuff in practice. Now, a team, or a team, as we mentioned, that Warren East does have a win over is this South Warren squad, and that is the win that does go towards the 14th district tournament seeding. Right now, South Warren, they are the only team outside of undefeated Bowling Green within the district to have played all of their seeding games. Bowling Green, 4-0 for the seeding. They have clinched the number one seed. Behind them, Greenwood, who I mentioned, they're 6-2 and overall. They're 2-1 and within the district, but... Only two of their games so far have counted for seeding. So in the seeding, they're one and one. They've still yet to play Warren East and Warren Central. Right now, Warren Central and Warren East both one and two in terms of the seeding, but Central has the head-to-head win over Warren East, so you can bump them up to three. East is at four. And then South Warren right now at five. They're one and four in those seeding matchups. So, again, there is a lot on the line in in this game in particular because if you're Warren East... You need momentum moving forward to what is really your Super Bowl for the season against Greenwood, very similarly to what it was last year when the Lady Raiders went to Greenwood, had to win, and reeled off that 27 nothing fourth quarter. I mean, you're looking at with, with this, the way the district is, uh, in, in 
in one night, you could be looking at you might be the four seed, and after one game, you could jump all the way up to the two seed. Right. I mean, who <laughs> who knows? And then if if this happens, and, and Greenwood's got two more games, and and they've got to play, and if they go one and one, or if they go on to, I mean, this this could flip flop all over the place. Then you could do all this work. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it off the air. We did. You could do all this work, and and this team won, and this team got beat, and this team played close, and this set and the other. And we got a three-way tie, and what do we do? We're going to draw for it. <laughs> we're going to we're going to draw for. It, <laughs> we flip saw a, it last year. Flip a quarter or or, or whatever it is. So, um, but a lot of a lot of work to be done, and and it's going to be pretty exciting the next couple of weeks. And would you believe it or not, Coach? This week we are actually celebrating the one-year anniversary of the draw from last year that set Warren <laughs> East up with a matchup against South Warren here at South Warren in the district tournament a year ago. That was so. a that was awesome night. I was I was up, up in the crowd and, and me and my <laughs> wife was watching and man I was pumping my fists and standing up and didn't like some of the calls and then I really liked some of the calls and uh, and oh no no don't take that shot oh yeah good shot <laughs> uh, that was uh, that was a, a lot of fun to watch. We'll step away when we come back. We'll take a closer look at this South Warren squad as we get set for this girls only 14th district matchup. This is your pregame show brought to you by Coca Cola on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Back with you from South Warren High School is your pregame show brought to you by Coca-Cola. Rolls on ahead of tonight's girls-only matchup between your Warren East Lady Raiders and the South Warren Lady Spartans. Both teams coming to this one 5-7 and seven overall on the season. Warren East 1-3 in District 14 play. South Warren 1-4, but they've completed their four requisite matchups in terms of 14th district tournament seeding, one and three in those. Warren East one and three overall in district play, but as we talked about earlier, one and two in terms of the seeding. This game will not count towards the seeding, as did not the second matchup against Bowling Green. But, Coach, I, I do want to dig into this South Warren squad because this is a team that Warren East already has a win over on the season in terms of those seeding matchups. They won the first game 47-43 back on January 22nd. It was not a pretty game. I believe you were there for that one, Coach. Yeah. You came away saying afterwards that that's a game played at Warren East. South Warren very easily could have won that ball game. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a very sloppy game by, by both teams. Um, and, and, you know, just sitting there watching, there's a lot of turnovers uh, by both teams of, you know, and, and the ball wasn't even guarded and mm-hmm. kids were turning it over. Uh, so I'm sure both coaches tonight want to see, uh, especially now, now they've, you know, both of them played a, a handful of games. Would like to see uh, that cleaned up tonight. And they're both two very different teams from that point. It feels like January 22nd is nearly a year ago, but in fact just <laughs> less under or just under a month ago. This is a South Warren team that came into the season with mild expectations because they lost a lot. They lost a couple of senior leaders, but they've pleasantly surprised this year thanks to a balanced offensive attack. They've got four players that average eight or more. Leading them is Carson Deaton with 10.3 points per game. She is the only senior on this roster. We were looking before the game. They've got the banners up for the seniors for the the boys and girls basketball teams. Eight boys up there for South <laughs> Warren. Only one girl up there in Carson Deaton. But they've played extremely well offensively for the most part in terms of distributing the ball to multiple players. You can't really just try to key in on one girl. They, they've got multiple girls that at any given point could get you 15, 16, and lead you in scoring for the night. 
outside of their loss to Bowling Green. They played their best basketball too within district play. They beat Warren Central, which was a huge win. It, it surprised was, a lot of us because that was a really of nice win. How well Central was playing at the time. They did lose twice twice to Greenwood and they, they lost to Warren East, but those three losses came by a combined twelve points. And their latest loss to Greenwood, 67-65 happened here at South Warren, just a two-point loss. Carson Deaton had 19 in that one. In that ball game, South Warren 19 for 25 at the free throw line. And, Coach, that is going to be the thing to watch tonight. They get to the stripe nearly 21 times a game, which is an exceptional, exceptional number, and they make 70% of their free throws, which is 17th in the state. They get to the line, they knock down their free throws, and when they win, they get there 24 times making 75% of them. And in that win over Warren Central, if you were trying to figure out how they pulled that one off, 28 for 33 on free well, throws. I mean, if you're going to drive to the basket and, and get to the lane, or I'm sorry, and, and get to the line, uh, then you definitely need to knock them down. And, yeah. and, and they're obviously doing that. Uh, I think both teams are, are definitely – uh, at least, you know, of course, we get to watch our girls play. Correct. But just looking at both teams on paper, they're definitely a lot better than what they were when both these teams met, you know, what, what did you 100%. say, four or five years ago, something like that? <laughs> it feels like uh, it at this point. It does. It feels like it's forever. And, and, and one more thing uh, before we get started. You know, and I tell you what, coaching-wise, when they've got a balanced scoring like that, when there's five, six, seven girls that, that can, you know, put up right around ten points, that makes it a little bit tougher to coach on defense. Yes. You know, if, if you've got a, a Lucy and a Carolina and you, and you know what they're going to get night in and night out, okay, let's try to shut this kid down and see if the rest can beat us. Mm -hmm. When they've got five or six or seven, it makes it a little bit tougher. Got to be a, a really good communication tonight on defense. One thing I want to note before we take a look at the starting lineups, I mentioned the numbers in the last segment that Lucy and Caroline put up against Barron County. Lucy with 25 in that one. Caroline with 10 points and 14 rebounds. Lucy is now averaging exactly 20 points per game on the season. That's good for 24th in the state. And Caroline is now back into double figures in rebounding, averaging 10 per game. That is good for a top 40 mark in the state of Kentucky. Let's take a look at your starting lineups brought to you by Sailors Golf Carts. Golf cart not starting. Sailors can help. They also have a great selection of new golf carts in Smiths Grove, Kentucky. First, taking a look at the starting five for South Warren, five and seven overall in the season, one and four overall in 14th district play under third-year head coach Lane Embry. They do have one normal starter who is out tonight, coach, one of the normal players that averaged at least eight per game, Hannah Jackson. She's a sophomore averaging eight points, five rebounds per game on the year. She will not play tonight for South Bourne. They'll start three guards, two forwards in the backcourt. Senior at number 21, referenced her numbers, Carson Deaton, averaging just over 10 points per game. Three rebounds a night. Joining her in the backcourt, sophomore, number 30, Lydia Frank, averaging five points, two rebounds per game. And then filling in for Jackson in the starting five, sophomore, number 12, Tykeidra Garrett, averaging three points and three rebounds per game. The two forwards, first, sophomore, number 10, Gracie Hodges, nine points, five and a half rebounds a night. Joining her in the front court, junior, number 15, Carrie Enlow, 8.6 points per game, four rebounds per game on the season. On the other side, four Warren East, your Lady Raiders, also five and seven overall on the season, one and three in 14th district play. Under second year head coach, Jenny Neville, three guards, two forwards. It's got the point coach where we can say you know the starting five by now, which is always a great thing. The guards, Reagan Lawson, Riley Bratchard, Natalie Harrell. Then in the front court, the senior duo, Lucy Patterson and Caroline Forrester. Coaches, you look back on that first matchup between Warren East and South Warren, 
as we get set to start this one. What do you see as being the most important thing for Warren East coming out the gates to try to get off to a hot start in this matchup? Well, I'd like to see the, uh, the, the ball down low, honestly. Mm. Uh, you know, try to feed Caroline just a little bit. Uh, if it's not there, she's a senior. She'll kick it back out, and, and maybe we can knock down some shots. But uh, I'd like to see first off just, just trying to, uh, you know, like I said, get the ball down low, maybe draw a few fouls and, and, or, or, or whatever. Your opening coin toss, which, Coach, you still haven't managed to figure out when it happens, although we talked to Lucy I, Patterson earlier. We're getting closer. I got, I got stuck in the snow. <laughs> We're getting closer to figuring out when it occurs, but whenever it happens, it is brought to you by Kite Home Center, always a slam dunk. I guarantee you, when it happens and I find out, everybody's going to know about it. <laughs> well, whenever it happens, the result gives possession to Warren East first, going left to right on your radio dial in the base, base blue uniforms, yellow numbers outlined in white. Lucy Patterson misses a left corner three to start things off. Warnies gets a second chance. Patterson drops it off right block. And Caroline Forrester, I think they might have heard you, Coach, drops well, it in to start the ball game. Somebody needs to. <laughs> Two to nothing. <laughs> Warren East on the other end. In low, looking to throw a baseline. Missed everyone. Goes out of bounds. It'll go back to Warren East. They lead it two to nothing. Seven no, twenty-seven left first quarter. And that was just a good job by Lucy. Lucy had the ball inside the lane. She could have went up. She averages twenty a game. But what she do? She's a senior. She's mature. Nice little bounce pass to Caroline. She had a better shot. Now Caroline had a good game the first time these two teams faced off this season. Fifteen points, fourteen rebounds. Lucy Patterson was in double figures as well. Harrell left wing three, no good rebound, tipped around, and South Warren's Enlow comes up with it. Gives it up right wing. Driving now is Hodges. Has to kick it out, and they work it back to the top of the key to Inlow. Driving left. Gives it up on the wing. Deaton all the way to the rim. Left it short. Gets her own miss. Throws it up over Patterson and in. Tough finish there by the senior. We're tied up at 2. 6.50 left first quarter. Patterson breaks the press to Bratcher, who throws it away, trying to swing it right side to Lawson. Picked off by Inlow. Up ahead. Hodges drives, kicks left corner, back outside. Left wing three, no good, rebound deflected and corralled by Caroline Forrester. 6.30 left in the quarter, still tied at two. Patterson driving right, gets around one defender. Tries to split through another, had it poked away, but gets it back. Harrell wants another three. This one off the heel, no good. And rebound chased down far corner by Deaton. Ball sent right corner, Hodges. Go ahead, coach. Now I'm just going to say, maybe, you know, need to get a little bit better flow offensively. Enlow mm-hmm. misses a left corner three, rebounded by Harrell. Feels like a lot of shots are being rushed both sides. You can tell these two teams haven't played in a while. Yep. Lawson wants a right corner three. She's got it. Reagan has turned herself into one of the best three-point shooters in the region, now up over 30% from three on the season. Yeah, I mean, she's knocking down anywhere from two to four a game. Ball goes right corner, three-pointer on the way, this time from Garrett, no good of South Warren. Lawson gets the rebound and fouled down low. Warren East leads it 5-2, 5.41 left here in this first quarter. Foul called on Frank, it's her first, first on South Warren. Megan Kitchens checks in for South Warren. Garrett comes out. Kayla Hoy also comes into the ball game. Lydia Frank to the bench. They'll rotate a lot of girls in, but they do rely on the core four that we mentioned down to a core three tonight for most of their score. Patterson gets the inbound, now sends it right side. Bratcher, trapped deep on the right wing, gives it up to Harrell. Left corner, Lawson, another three. She's got it again. Reagan Lawson with her second Kim Dry triple 
in the first three minutes of this one, it's 8-2 to two Warren East. And that's the one thing. When you trap out front like that, if you don't get the trap, there's going to be somebody open. And when we're open, we've got to knock down the shots. Reagan's knocked down two of them. Boy, trapped right corner, gives it up down low. Kitchens contested, missed it long, but it's rebounded by Deaton. Her putback, no. Hoy had it. She's the tallest player on the floor, coach, but just lost it. Lucy Patterson has it for Warren East. Driving right side, kick out. Lawson, can she get another? She does. Reagan Lawson back to back to back threes, and it's 11-2 Warren East. Timeout, South Warren. 4.53 left to go here in this first quarter. What a start, Coach. Well, I mean, like I said, you know, South is putting pressure. They're trying to, you know, half-court trap and this, that, and the other. And, you know, if you don't help out on defense, if you don't get back, somebody's going to be open. Uh, there's been a few times this, this year so far, being a young team, we haven't knocked down that open shot. Right. Not right now. Reagan's knocked down <laughs> three of them, and all three have looked good out of the hand. Uh, and, and she's making them pay by putting on this pressure. You know, we talked about the, the top ten team rankings, and I saw some statistics. Reagan Lawson, I believe, was just outside the top ten in the region in three-point percentage for players with a certain number of attempts. Yeah. I would say so far tonight she has easily climbed into that top ten. <laughs> just needed a couple more percentage points. She's three for three from deep to start this one out. Foul called up top. South Warren had possession coming out of the timeout. They'll inbound far side. After the foul, they get that one on Riley Bratcher. It's her first, team's first on Warren East. They lead it 11-2, 4.43 left here in this first quarter. Where I'm sitting, I can't really see, like, the, 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 the middle of the lane. Could you tell Coach Neville to slide over just a little bit? <laughs> I can't see a good portion either, <laughs> Coach. I'm having to wiggle around in my seat. Left baseline, Myler Monrath into the ball game for the first time. Her shot no good, but Hoy there for the putback makes it 11-4. Warren East leads it by seven. Harrell left side up to Bratcher. Looks to drive right now. Holds it at the top of the key. And as you can see, Coach, South Warren quickly rotating players in and out. They've already made three substitutions. Another getting set to come in. And now another gets up off the bench. Harrell right wing pass deflected. Picked up by Bratcher. It's like hockey. It is. Riley drives right. Now gives it up in the right corner to Natalie Harrell. Bounce pass, or excuse me, lob pass to Lucy Patterson, who was bumped. And a foul will be called in the post. They do get that one on Hawaii. It's her first. Yeah, Lucy had good position, and, and Harold saw her and dumped it in, and, and they end up getting a foul. But really good possession right there. Now we get the ball out of bounds. See if we can set up a nice shot on this out-of-bounds play. Natasha Alexander checking in for the first time tonight for Warren East. Are they going to let her? I believe so. <laughs> they made her go to town again. Now Natasha gets to check into the ball game. Riley Bratcher the, comes out. The ref turned, looked at her, and said, "Are you ready?" <laughs> well, yeah, she was ready. You're the one stopped her. <laughs> Natalie Harrell will inbound. 3:57 left in the quarter. It's 11 to four, Warren East. Ball comes up top. Two T at the top of the key. Now right wing Lucy Patterson all alone. She tries a three. Are you kidding me? Warren East with four threes in just over four minutes. It is 14 to four, Lady Raiders. Left side, Hoy gets it in the corner, pressured by Patterson, now double-teamed as Harrell comes to trap. In the left corner, pass deflected, but picked up on the block by Munrath for South Warren. Kicks it out right side, they'll reset again on the right elbow. Munrath, jumper, way off, rebounded by Alexander, 3.26 left in the quarter. T, left side, Natalie Harrell, 
Gets it down low to Forrester, but it's deflected away and stolen by Kayla Hoy for South Warren. I thought Caroline got bumped right mm-hmm. there. There's a little contact, but no call. Munrath splits a double team, driving and fouled from behind by Harrell. It was a good move to split through Patterson. I believe Reagan Lawson was there as well. It's the first foul on Natalie. Both teams now with two fouls as Amaya Carter comes in and Hoy will come out for South Warren, checking in Kaya Mitchell, freshman again with a lot of size as South Warren inbounds from underneath. Ball comes in right corner. Carter picks it up well. Driving that time was Hodges. Tried to kick it to the other corner and just threw it away. South Warren struggling offensively, Coach. Just four points, 3.07 left in this first quarter. Now he's changed the call. Now they say, I guess the pass was deflected. Was it, it looked tipped? like it could have been. Uh, okay. But now Amaya Carter comes to inbound it. So it is South Warren ball. Everybody is. Munrath will inbound for the Lady Spartans. Uh, just flip a quarter. <laughs> we were talking about draws <laughs> earlier. Go ahead and do one here. Munrath gives it up top of the key to Gracie Hodges. Driving. Runner from the left side. Good. Got it off the glass. It's 14-6. Under three minutes left first quarter. They've had only three buckets so far, Coach, but they've had to work for all three of them. Lawson, yeah, they really have. Right wing now gives it up to Alexander at the top of the key. Looking left to Carter, now kicks it out to Amaya there. Back up top, Natasia Alexander. Lawson standing right wing, wants to cut. Now pops back out on the flare. Alexander drives, pulls up left side, mid-range jumper missed short. Rebound collected by Mitchell at the free throw line for South Warren. Up ahead, right wing, Deaton swings it into the left corner to Mitchell. Top of the key, Hodges driving left, cross-court pass, right elbow, Garrett, three, good. And just like that, the lead cut to five for Warren East, 14 to nine. That was, uh, that was the first possession that South looked comfortable. It was their the best possession yeah. by far. Yep. Two minutes left now in the first quarter. Alexander driving right, spins to her left, has to pick up her dribble, can't get it to Lawson. Now hands it off to Reagan, and she resets up top. Joined by Carter Patterson, Forrester, and Natasia Alexander. Lawson still has it, gives it up right wing to Carter. Tries to drive baseline, cut off. And I don't know if it's a closely guarded or an offensive foul, or it's like, okay, we get a timeout timeout. from Warren East. I couldn't see Coach Neville call it. But it is a timeout call by Coach Neville and your Warren East Lady Raiders. It's a full wool step away as well. Warren East leading this ball game 14 to 9, 140 left here in the first quarter. You're listening to Warren East Lady Raider basketball presented by JLM Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Out of a full timeout from Warren East Lady Raider head coach Jenny Neville, Lady Raiders have possession. 125 left here in the first quarter. They lead it. 14-9. Natasia Alexander has it right wing, gives it up Lucy Patterson. Drives from the top of the key, stops, pops from 14 on the right elbow, and Lucy now has five as the jumper falls. Yeah, that's a nice-looking shot by Lucy. Sometimes she struggles a little bit from the outside. She's mm-hmm. already knocked down a three and, and one off the elbow right there. Turnover forced on the other end. Patterson up with it for Warnies. Tries a jumper from the same spot. It's the same result. Lucy now with seven. It's 18-9, Warren East, less than a minute remaining, first quarter. Good job not forcing anything right there. Just take what they give you. After she knocked down the same shot, she knew exactly what to do in the situation. <laughs> and Lucy, as I mentioned, up to seven points now, averaging 20 exactly per game on the season. Up top, Frank drives for South Warren all the way to the rim and finishes on the left side. 
excuse me, that's Carrie Enlow with the bucket. It's 18-11, South Warren, 30 seconds, for, or excuse me, Warren East up in this one. 30 seconds left in the first quarter. Patterson has it up top, guarded by Enlow. Right wing Alexander, picked up by Frank. Up top, Forrester. Caroline looks left, gives it up left to Lucy Patterson. Now 15 seconds left in the quarter. Lucy, left side, Reagan Lawson. 10 seconds left here in the first quarter. Alexander right wing into the corner to Patterson. Driving baseline, cut off. Nice pass, left wing. Natalie Harrell, three on the way. Banked it in. A Trent Betting bank shot to end the quarter. And believe it or not, the Warren East Lady Raiders, who averaged less than three pointers made per game, they hit three. Three three-pointers per game on the year, Coach. Five knocked down in the first quarter, and they lead this game 21-11. to We'll keep it here because we just took the full timeout just a minute ago. I will tell you that first quarter was brought to you by First Step Prosthetics and Orthotics. What a first quarter, Coach. Well, I mean, you know, South come out, and they were trying to trap the ball at half-court defense, and Lawson knocked down a few and, and, and you know, made them pay for it, and they kind of came out of that and just, you know, playing a, a man-to-man. But we continue to knock down shots. Uh, Lucy hits a couple short uh, short jump shots. And, um, you know, and they're moving the ball around well. And then Harold banks one in right before the end of the quarter. And you, you can't blame them for taking that approach because not only does Warren East average is 2.8 three-point makes per game on the year. In the, in the first game between these two teams, Warren East shot just two for eight from three. This is not a great Warren East three-point shooting team. And yet here they are. Five three-pointers made in the first quarter. Reagan Lawson with three of them. She's got nine. Lucy Patterson hit one. She's got seven. Natalie Harrell with three. Caroline Forrester with two. On the other side, just one three-pointer for South Warren. If I were to tell you that after a quarter, Warren East had four more threes than South Warren, you would have called me names I could not repeat on the air. Well, I called you some names a while ago, but anyway. Uh, but but they're not four shots either. They're, they're, no, they're, they're good looks. They're open looks, and, hey, knock them down. South Warren with possession to start this second quarter. They trail it 21-11 to your Warren East Lady Raiders. Up top, Deaton has it for the Lady Spartans. Drive, splits to a double-team left block, and they'll say she was fouled on the way up. So she'll have two free throws, and that's significant because not only did Warren East hit four more three-pointers in the first quarter than South Warren, they held a Lady Spartans team that averages over 20 free-throw attempts per game on the year to no free-throw attempts in that first quarter. First one from Deaton is no good. A 74% free throw shooter on the year. And it feels like we, you know, we hadn't seen him playing forever, but we didn't have any silly fouls around midcourt, mm -hmm. you know? Right. You know, those little bitty ticky-tack fouls that add up, and then all of a sudden the, the, the other team's at the line all through the fourth quarter. Deaton misses the second as well, but South Warren gets an offensive rebound to get a fresh possession. They trail it by 10, 740 left here in the second quarter. Right wing, Deaton has it, wants to drive, guarded by Patterson. Kicks it out, right elbow. Munrath drives all the way to the rim and finishes on the right block. Got a friendly bounce off the back of the rim. Well, you talked about it before the game. They, they get to the rim. They do. Uh, and, and a lot of times they get to the line. But, man, they are, and not just one kid. There's three or four. They have a lot of confidence driving to the rim. 21-13, to 13, Warren East leads at 7-15 left second quarter. Lawson, top of the key, fakes, drives to a right. Being guarded tightly by Deaton. Gives it up to Harrell at the elbow. Natalie drives, spins, kick out. Bratcher steps into a free throw line. Jumper, it's good. Riley Bratcher with her first bucket of the night. And the lead's back up to 10. 23-13, minute gone, second quarter. 
Well, I don't know if our girls have had enough practice time this <laughs> week because I know some people need practice time or need more than, than what they think they're getting. Uh-huh. But, hey, our girls are knocking down some shots. And if they have been practicing, I guarantee they've been working on their shooting. That seems to be the number one priority, at least you would think it was, <laughs> based on how they played tonight as Munrath drives and this time finishes from the left side. She's got four in the quarter. And the lead again is back down to eight. 23-15, six and a half minutes left, second quarter. Lawson, left corner, now dribbles up towards the midcourt logo. Driving left, crosses back to her right, has to pick up her dribble, has to go somewhere with it. Finally gives it up to Bratcher on the far side. Patterson gives her a screen at the top of the key as Riley drives, kicks. Harold thought about a three, now back outside Lucy Patterson. Patterson fakes right, driving left. A lot of contact on the way up. No call. She didn't care. Throws up the runner from 12, and it falls through. And Coach Embry just throws up his hands like, what are you going to do? And I, I can't help but agree with him. Hey, that's all that lifting weights that Lucy's been doing. <laughs> she, she muscled that one up and in. Deaton has it top of the key. The lead is 10 again for Warren East. 25-15, 5.45 left in the quarter. Munrath drives baseline, now kicks it out left wing. Enlow fakes right, guarded by Forrester. Now does give it up back towards midcourt as Deaton is picked up by Lucy Patterson. Ball goes left elbow. Couple of cutters flash, no pass made. Drive again, throwing up a wild shot as Inlow, but they get a foul called on Caroline Forrester. Tough little play. She definitely had the block, but on the spin, there was Caroline's body was, mm -hmm. you know, up against the South Warren player's body and draws a foul. First free throw is good for Carrie Inlow. You know, we're not even halfway through this game, but both teams are already playing so much better than what they did when they mm -hmm. played each other, you know, a month or so ago. Alexander comes in. Bratcher checks out for Warren East. Second free throw, no good for Enlow. So a team that is one of the top 20 teams in the state in terms of free throw shooting is just one for four at the line as Lucy Patterson drives once again. Another runner thrown up. This time she banks it in, a Trent Betting bank shot. Once again, forces the shrug and the questioning look from Coach Embry. And on the other end, a turnover forced. Here comes Alexander, left side, drives, push the layup long, rebound tipped out. Come up, coming up with it for South Warren is Hodges, and she's fouled by Harrell. That'll be the second foul now on Natalie Harrell, and now perhaps a little bit of an issue for Warrenies. Up to five fouls. You really don't want to put South Warren in the bonus, albeit, again, just shooting one for four at the line so far in this first half. Yeah. Not shooting well so far, but you don't, don't want to give them a, a lot of attempts to get better. That time they get a free attempt on the right block. Gracie Hodges drives. Nobody picks her up. Drops in the layup to make it a nine-point game. 27-18, 444 left in the second quarter. South was one to uh, trap the ball right there. As we were bringing it up. Couldn't do it as Patterson gives it up Alexander. She now drives left side, guarded by Megan Kitchens. Up top to Reagan Lawson, right corner. Patterson down low, Forrester one-on-one, -on -one, spins to her left, left it short, tips her own rebound, but it's collected on the move by Lydia Frank. Or, excuse me, driving in is Hodges. Layup pushed long, no good. Rebounded by Forrester. Up to Alexander, left side, wanted to get it to Lucy, couldn't. Now has to take it herself, left the floater short. Forrester picks it up, and she's got a left block layup. Great job by Caroline to trail that play the entire time. She's now got four points. It's 29-18, Warren East. Left corner, Enlow, three, got it. Carrie Enlow with the answer. She's got six. It's 29-21. Pace of the game's picking up here it in the is. last minute, minute and a half. 350 left, second quarter. Harrell brings it across, trapped far side, pass deflected. Patterson comes up with it, and finally we get a foul. Lucy was 
not hip check, but gut check from behind, caught her in the back with a lot of contact. She's weak. <laughs> you just said that the, all of the work she was putting into the gym was paying off, and now you say she's weak. I'm well, getting mixed signals, Coach. <laughs> you, just, you just don't know. Me and Lucy's relationship. Foul called on Hodges. <laughs> it's her first third on South Warren as Patterson gets the inbound, throws up another runner. This one pushed long, got her own miss back, forces it up from the left block. No. Lucy, another rebound, determined to score, and now a foul called down low. See, she's just trying to work on her re uh, rebound <laughs> stats right there. That's why she kept missing and get her own rebound. Foul called on Enlow. It's her first. South Warren now with four fouls. And they'll bring in some more size as Kaya Mitchell checks in. Megan Kitchens heads to the bench. Lawson to inbound for Warren East. Reagan looking. Now sends it up top. Patterson collects it. Was a little contact that time. No call. Now sends it right side. Lawson bounce pass down low. Forrester spins to her left. Flips it up over Mitchell, left short, and the rebound is collected by Carrie Enlow for South Warren. Let's see Caroline, when she turns in the lane like that, she's got time to give a good hard head fake mm -hmm. and draw that, that defender at least off her feet just a little bit. Right side, Munrath jabs, drives, layup, miss long. Lawson fighting for the rebound. It's tipped out by Munrath, and it will go to Warren East. Lauren Sheehan will check in for the first time tonight. Lucy Patterson will come out. Now, Coach, looked like Coach wanted Caroline to come out, but Lucy decided that she was coming out Lucy of the ballgame. Lucy was game. already sitting down, <laughs> bent over, and had her drink in her hand. So Caroline stays in. Warren East has it. Less than three minutes left before halftime. They lead at 29-21. Alexander, crossover dribble at half court, sends it right side of Maya Carter. Now back up top, Natasia. Left side, Reagan. Fakes a three, drives, kick back out top to Alexander. Driving left, T on the baseline. Outside, Reagan Lawson. Warren East resets there. Now two and a half minutes left before halftime. Lawson, Lawson pressured up top. Natasia gets it on the wing. Elbow Sheehan drives, forces up a shot, and they'll call a foul on the contest on Mitchell. Shot had not much of a chance of going in, but a good job by Sheehan to force the issue. And now she'll have two free throws. Lauren five for eight at the stripe so far this season albeit most of those came earlier this year. First of these two misses long. Free throws have not been great either side so far. Now a combined one for five between the two teams. Although these, the first two attempts of the night for Warren East. Sheehan second, no good as well. Missed it long again. Rebound initially collected by Mitchell, but Carter takes it away for Warren East. Nice play by Carter. Alexander left side, right wing, Lawson wants another three. Are you kidding me? Hagen Lawson with her fourth triple of the first half, and it is 32-21 Warren East. And that whole play develops because of Carter's hustle. Correct. On the steal and keeping, the, keeping our possession. And Lawson knocks down another one. Lydia Frank was driving left baseline, lost it, but they'll say it's off of Warren East to stay with South Warren in the near corner. So South Warren will inbound there. Coach Neville was not pleased with that one. But it is South Warren ball. They work it down low off the inbound to Mitchell. Fading away to the right. Just chucked that one up. Missed it badly. And rebounded by Forrester. Tried to avoid all contact the way she went up with it. And really gave herself no shot to hit the shot. Two minutes now left in the quarter. Alexander drives left. Now pulls back on the left elbow. T crosses right. Crosses left. Gets a screen from Maya Carter. Steps into a left side. Three. What is happening? 
Natasha Alexander pulls from deep. Another Kim Dry triple. <laughs> Joy is getting her money's worth tonight. It's 35-21, Warren East. 1.30 left in the first half. Drive right side, now kick out to Mitchell. Up top for South Warren. Left wing. Ball goes to Frank, and she resets up top. Guarded by Lawson, driving left. Frank, kick out right side. Munrath drives left, fakes, now drives around to the right, and again she gets to the rim, and again she finishes. She has really been the only reason South Warren has stuck around in the second quarter. She's got six, and as the timeout is called by South Warren, it's just a 30. We'll stay here. 109 left in the quarter. It's 35-23 Warren East. The Lady Raiders with seven three-pointers in this first half. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sitting watching South Warren's coaches, and they're throwing their hands up. They're dumbfounded right now. Yeah, I mean, it, and I don't think South's playing bad defense. No. Um, you know, they're not getting lost. They're not getting you know lost through screens or anything like that. We're just knocking down shots. Those are shots that normally I, you I will mean, give Warren East. Sure, and they're, hey, and they're knocking them down. <laughs> uh, so, but it's just, I don't know. Maybe other coaches watch me and, and watch how I, how I act. They probably laugh at me too, so. But, I mean, but yeah, there's sometimes you just, you know, you just throw your hands up and go, I, I don't know. Right. I, I, I don't know. Hopefully they'll start missing. Yeah. But yeah. hopefully for us, we won't. <laughs> Seven three-pointers <laughs> made again in this first half for Warren East. I can tell you without looking it up in all confidence, that is the most Warren East has made in a half in a game so far this year. Carter, out of the timeout, drives right at the towering presence of Kayla Hoy. Had the shot blocked. Hoy comes up with the rebound as well. Gives it up to Frank, and she'll bring it across for South Warren. Under a minute now left before halftime. Kick out right corner. In low three. Miss long. Lucy Patterson up with a rebound for Warren East. She'll walk it up. Slows down to tempo. Lucy's got 11. Reagan Lawson leads all scores with 12. Alexander has it up top now, guarded by Frank. 35 seconds left before halftime. Patterson, Alexander, and Lawson all just weaving back and forth, handing it off. Little three-man weave, except it's happening near half court. Patterson gets it, dishes it baseline. Forrester left all alone, and she drops it in. That was a nice setup. That play was right beautiful. There. Just lulled him to sleep about five feet off the three-point line. Exactly. Lucy attacks baseline. Caroline again left all alone. Eight seconds left before halftime. Nice left block. elbow three blocked. Alexander has it now. Four seconds left in the quarter. Natasia throws it up right wing. Tried to bank it. Left it short. Would have been the 8-3 of the half for Warren East, but we're not going to complain about seven. Nope. Warren East leads this ballgame 37-23 as we head into halftime. That second quarter was brought to you by Southern Lanes Bowling Alley, Arcade Mini Golf, Snack Bar, Bumper Cars, and, yes, bowling and more. We'll step away when we come back. Your halftime show brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings of Bowling Green. We'll take a closer look at what has been a thrilling first half from South Warren High School. Then we'll kick it back to the studio. Casey Warner standing by for some scores. Whatever games are being played around the area, around the state, he'll get you up to date on what's going on in high school, college, and maybe even some pro sports. This is your halftime show brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings of Bowling Green on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app. Back with you from South Warren High School after an absolutely wild First half, only appropriate after what has been an absolutely wild past few days here in south-central Kentucky and really across most of the United States with all the snowstorms and such. And while we haven't had any snow 
uh, over the last hour or so, it has certainly been raining inside of this gymnasium. And, and fortunately for Warren East, it's been raining threes on the side of the Lady Raiders. Seven three-pointers made in the first half. They lead this ball game 37-23, shooting 7-for-11 from deep. Again, I mentioned it earlier, but I'll reference it again. This is a team that averages less than three three-pointers made per game on the season. They're shooting just 27% from deep coming into this one. But, Coach, the looks have been there in the first half, and they have made South Warren pay just about every single time a shooter has had about a foot of space. Hey, I'm so pumped up. I'm, I'm thinking about stretching out a little bit and getting out there and see if I can shoot a That's couple That's the last threes. thing we need. I would highly advise against that. This, well, this is not 2K. We're not playing on rookie probably, out here. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they, they have. They've been open shots. They've been good-looking shots. Uh, Harold bank, banked one in. Uh, when, when you knock down seven, you, you can go ahead and bank one in. Right, we'll and, take you know, one and, and we'll, we'll take that too. But uh, and, and not just by not, not just by Reagan, right? You know, uh, not just by T. You know, what four different girls have have, have knocked down some threes. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I really liked is towards the end, end of the half, uh, we're kind of you know killing a little time, trying to get into a little offense. South comes all the way out to pressure us, close to uh, you know close to midcourt. Um, Lawson dumps it to uh, Lucy. She cuts around, a little bounce pass to uh, Caroline. Beautiful set. And she lays in, and that's what an open shot, when you're knocking them down from the outside, that's what's going to happen. It's going to open up where you can drive and dish off down low. And, uh, man, like I said, they're knocking them down, and then we can go down low and dump it to Caroline. Somebody's going to be in trouble. And that's what this team has been missing this season, and that's why we talked about coming into this one. Although this game – will not count towards the 14th district tournament seating. It's still a very important game, and every game oh, leading it, up to the 14th district tournament is going to be incredibly it, anytime important. Anytime you play south, it always counts. That's very, very <laughs> true. But if we take a broadened look, but no, yeah, every game right, counts. Right. Obviously, the one with the most importance is the Greenwood game because yes. that's ultimately going to determine yep. where this team is seated. But as we saw last year, you need as much momentum as you can get going yep. down the stretch. You are going to figure out a lot about yourself playing these games. There's a reason you play more than just your district games over the course of a season. That's exactly right. And, and you you know, like I said, you want to play your best ball uh, at the end. And, uh, and, and you know, yes, South definitely looks different uh, tonight than, than what I saw when, when, when we played them, but so do we. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, our girls are, are, are looking a lot better. They're looking more comfortable. And we talked about this the first two or three games. Mm-hmm. We had some kids, they did not look comfortable with the ball. Correct. They did not look comfortable with the ball and open. Mm-hmm. Well, that's gone away now. Right. You know, they're not forcing shots, but they look comfortable when they're open. Hey, let it rip. See what happens. And South Warren did not play a bad first half. No. Unofficial stats from no. Jim Forrester, which in my mind, pretty darn official. 10 for 22 from the floor, 2 for 6 from 3. Not bad. The biggest number outside of those threes for Warren East, and quite honestly, Coach, maybe even bigger, as crazy as it sounds, than hitting seven threes in the first half. Just four trips to the free throw line for South Warren. They make just one free throw in the first half of this ball game. Taking a look at the numbers very quickly. Leading the way for South Warren, Carrie Enlow and Mila Munrath. They each have six points apiece. Gracie Hodges has four. To Kydra Garrett, she has three. And then two points apiece for Kayla Hoy and Carson Deaton. On the other side for Warren East, Reagan Lawson leading all scores. She's got 12 with four of those Kim Dry triples. Lucy Patterson with 11. Caroline Forrester with six. Three points apiece from Natasia Alexander and Natalie Harrell. And then two points from Riley 
Bratcher. We're going to send it back to the studio. Casey Warner standing by. He'll get you caught up on whatever he's, whatever scores he's got. Of course, it's a crazy time. We were fortunate just to have our girls match up for you here tonight. We'll see what Casey's got in your Cheetah Clean Auto Wash scoreboard update. This is your halftime show brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings of Bowling Green on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Getting set for your second half of action between your Warren East Lady Raiders and the South Warren Lady Spartans. As we get set for the beginning of the third quarter, Warren East leads this ball game 37-23. The big story in this one, seven first-half threes from Warren East. Tyler Eaton joined courtside by Warren East Lady Raiders softball head coach Philip McKinney. Coach, I did the research and the previous season high in a game for Warren East in terms of three-pointers made was five. They did that against Caverna and Logan County. They beat that by two in the first half of this ball game. Hey, uh, I've been here since 2009 and, and, and 10. I don't remember seven threes in a game. We might have to have Casey back in the studio get on that track down. When's the last time Warren East made seven or more threes in a ball game? And hopefully that number goes up. Yeah, we're not done. We'll have to look for a higher number. As we get the second half underway, Forrester had it for Warren East. Left side gives it up. Right block, Lucy Patterson waiting there. She slashes through two defenders. Layup good. Lucy's got a game high, 13. It's now 39 to 23 Warren East. 30 seconds in to the second half. Left block, pass lost on the baseline. Inlow had it. It was directed to her from Munrath, I, I believe. Our vantage point not great, but I, I think Inlow just lost it out of bounds. Yeah, I mean, Riley Ratcher put really good pressure on the ball and, and basically caused that bad pass out of bounds. Lucy Patterson brings it up for Warren East. I mentioned her 13, a game high. Reagan Lawson right behind her. With 12, Lucy, Euro step through two defenders, finishes around a third, make it 15, and the lead is ballooned to 18. We're just less than a minute into the second half. Warren East did not lose a step in that halftime break. Pass thrown wildly between two Lady Spartans, chasing it down as Munrath. She drives, kicks, right corner, three, left short by Enlow, high rebound deflected, but Munrath comes up with it for South Warren. Her pass tipped by Lucy Patterson and it will stay with South Warren in front of their bench. And I mentioned our vantage point. Just to give reference, Coach, we're actually about 10 feet or so behind the scorer's table, behind both benches. So a, a little different than our view at Warren East. We're behind the Warren East bench. This time we're behind both benches and the scorer's <laughs> and table. The scorer's table. So if you ever hear me pause or if you've been listening and you've heard me pause a couple of times, just trying to, to peek through everyone and try to figure out who's got the ball and what's happening with it. I've got the uh, the basketball rack right over here, and I'm having to look around that. Down yeah. here, Neville's blocking my view. <laughs> I, I can't get her to, to slide over just a little bit. Coach does not move much. I, I don't know <laughs> if you've noticed that. She usually finds a spot she's comfortable with uh, about a three-foot radius of whatever spot she finds. Enlow was fouled on a drive by Bratcher. Her first free throw of the two, no good. South Warren now one for five at the stripe as Bratcher with her three fouls heads to the bench. Alexander comes in again just to let you know this is a South Warren team shooting 70% from the free throw line on the season. That is good for 17th in the state of Kentucky coming into tonight. Inlow makes the second free throw. She's now got seven to lead South Warren. And the lead is now 17. 41-24 Warren East. Forrester has it midcourt, now swings it right side Natalie Harrell. To midcourt Alexander, and she holds it there as Warren East will set up their offense. Alexander drives right. Lawson goes between two screens to the top of the key, gets it there now, gives it over to Patterson. Lucy steps in. 
Long two, Miss Long. Forrester storms in, takes the rebound from everyone, gives it up to Alexander. Her elbow jumper, no. Long rebound chased down by Munrath for South Warren. Good job of Caroline giving us another possession right there, or another try. Munrath gives it up left side, Enloe had an open three, didn't take it, instead kicks it out right side. Mitchell's right wing mid-range jumper is good. Just a step inside the three-point line, Kaya Mitchell has her first basket, averaging a point per game on the season. And it's 41-26. South Warren applies pressure. Warnies breaks it with Patterson. Left side, Reagan Lawson, three. What do you say? She's got 15, the fifth Kim Dry triple of the night for Reagan Lawson. And now we'll have to figure out when was the last time Warren East made eight three-pointers in well, a game. We're making 10 or 11 <laughs> before the night's over. Left side, nice drive on the other end. Hodges gets all the way to the rim, lays it in on the left. She's got six. It's 44-28 Warren East. 5.15 left in the quarter. Lawson had it right side. Initially, the fans wanted to travel. The call came in late. After she had passed the ball, they called the travel. Normally, you don't see anything from the fans mattering. Maybe that's what the official needed to ultimately blow the whistle. It will go back to South Warren. Mike Carter getting set to check in at the next dead ball for Warren East. Kitchens left side for South Warren. Drives in and kicks it back to the top of the key to Kaya Mitchell. Mitchell hands it off. Driving left side now. Hodges, and she's fouled on the drive. Second foul called on Warren East in this second half. First foul of the night on Natasha Alexander as Carter comes in. Harrell checks out. You know, the one thing about South, the way they drive, they don't drive to the basket out of control either. No, they don't. You know, they, they, they're under control. They make good hard dribbles, and they get to the rim. Mitchell gets the inbound, made an acrobatic one-handed catch, balanced it on her fingertips, and then showed the touch again. Nice little hop shot from about eight feet out. Makes it 44 to 30. Alexander on the other end, rushed it, drove left block, missed it short. Now trying to pressure off the rebound. South Warren does advance it into the right corner. Kitchens drives, missed it off the bottom of the backboard, but another late foul call comes in. And now two free throws for Megan Kitchens. You know, other than Enloe, and, and, and she passed up a, a three earlier, but uh, all these Spartans, I mean, they, they're looking to drive first. They are. Pull up the shot, you know, second. They get that foul on Reagan Lawson as the first free throw is good for Kitchens. Her first point of the night, an 82% free throw shooter coming into this one. And again, we see these, these waves of substitutions for South Warren. Three girls come in, three girls come out. Second free throw on the way for Kitchens. It's good. They found their offense here in the third quarter, and the lead is down to 12, 44-32. If, if three go in, three have to come out. If not, that's, that's illegal if only two come Thank out. you for that, Coach. I, didn't know. I really I didn't appreciate know. it. I'm just, just trying, to, <laughs> trying to help you. Alexander called for a travel up top, and South Warren gets it back with a chance to potentially make this a single-digit game. Really tickled yourself with that one, didn't you? <laughs> You're proud of it, aren't you? Hey, I can tell. Hey, it's a little thing in life. <laughs> Help me get through. Left side. Kitchens has it for South Warren. Now they work it over on the right wing. Garrett drives. Jumper missed wildly. And now the rebound tied up down low. Lucy Patterson was there for Warren East. The official standing directly in the path of, I believe it was Grace Maxwell, freshman 
Number 13 making her first appearance of the night for South Warren, who was tied up for the Lady Spartans. Jump ball gives it to South Warren. Off the inbound, they give it into the right corner to Maxwell. Driving, double team, now kicks it out. Right elbow three, Kitchens. Miss Long, Alexander goes to the floor. Patterson chases down the rebound. Lucy, right side, all the way to the rim. Euro step, contact, blocking foul called. Munrath got dropped, called for the blocking foul, and then got tangled up with Lucy. I guess I'll give the benefit of the doubt. I didn't have a great view of it. And then Lucy went down as well. She hops back up, and she'll have two free throws. You had a better view than I did. I hope. Neither of us had a great view of it. Yeah. As Lucy's first free throw is no good. But everybody got back up and got set, and so everybody must be fine. Lucy, as good as she had been in the, the stretch that I continually referenced from the free throw line as she makes this second one, she's now got 16. We'll get another substitution coming in for South Warren. This time it's Hodges coming out. Is she, and, and Lucy, she was awful for about two games, maybe three at the foul line. She would, but she has picked it up a lot. In the last four games, Coach, she had made 92% of her 34 attempts. South Warren breaks the press with ease. Maxwell left all alone right block. She's got her first basket, and it's an 11-point game, 45-34. Warren East, 340 left here in the third quarter. South Warren is just a point off of their highest scoring quarter in this one. Lawson right wing three, no good. Patterson gets the rebound on the left block. Her teardrop gets the bounce off the heel. Lucy with seven of the team's ten in this quarter. Gets a steal off the inbound. Lucy, little Steph Curry pocket shot, no good. Rebounded by Amaya Carter. Her put back block, and it's picked up by South Warren. Munrath bringing it the other way. Kicks it out. Left corner, three-pointer from Hodges. Short, rebounded by Reagan Lawson. I thought Lucy was going to try to throw it off the glass to herself. It and looked dunk like it. it for a second. <laughs> then she realized, oh, I can't jump that high. She, she's not quite the athlete that you were back in oh, your head. Oh, man, I dunk on a Nerf go. <laughs> Alexander brings it up for Warren East. Now gives it up to Patterson left side. Lucy up top, Reagan Lawson. Head fake. Steps in. Three. Missed it long. Rebound. Chased down. Deflected. Being fought for. And a foul called on the far side. Believe it's going to be on Warren East. Tell you what I really like right there about Reagan. She was open a little bit, but not not completely. Mm-hmm. She gave a little head fake, dribbled around a little bit. She was looking for a shot right there where first of the year she would have, you know, caught it, maybe a head mm-hmm. fake or whatever, and then get the ball out of her hands. Nice, nice job by her right there. That was called on Lucy Patterson. South Warren has it. They initially break the press, but the second pass deflected at midcourt, and Lucy Patterson comes up with it. 234 left here in this third quarter. Patterson. Driving left to Carter on the baseline. Back out to Lucy. Driving from the free throw line. Going right. Bumped on the way up. No call. Missed the floater long. Rebounded by South Warren. Hodges brings it up. Left corner. Three-pointer on its way. Rattles out. No good. Rebound picked up by Lucy Patterson. Deaton was left all alone on that one. Just couldn't knock it down. She averages over 10 per night. The only double-figure score on this team. She's got just two in this one. Alexander holds it top of the key. Two minutes left in the third quarter. Right corner, Patterson. Lucy sends the jumper. No good off the front. And they're going to call Carter for a foul coming up from behind, trying to contest the rebound from Inlow. Yeah, just kind of bumped her just a little bit. They are both going after the ball, but Inlow had a little bit better, uh, better position. Natalie Harrell comes in. Lucy Patterson checks out. 153 left, third quarter. It's 47-34. Warren East. South Warren 
has outscored Warren East in this third quarter, but by just a point. Lucy Patterson's seven have kept the Warren East lead alive. Ball goes right corner for South Warren to Frank. Tried to throw it cross court. Lazy pass deflected by Carter, picked up by Reagan Lawson. Right side, Harrell crosses to her left. Sends it left side, Alexander driving baseline, pulls from six, missed it wildly, and the rebound is collected by Mitchell for South Warren. 126 left in the third quarter. Munrath, top of the key, it goes Frank. Fanks the pass to her right, now drives left. Left corner, Mitchell, three. Missed long, rebound tipped. Alexander pulls it down away from Enlow. Natasia walks it into the front court. 105 left here in the third quarter. T drives left, fakes the spin to her right, and Coach Neville takes a timeout. 102 good, left in the quarter. Good timeout right there. Didn't really feel like anything was happening offensively for Warren East. It's a full timeout, but because we're about to take the timeout at the end of the quarter, we'll keep it here. 102 left third quarter, 47-34. Warren East leads it. They had a 14-point lead at halftime. It's been cut down by one, but it really does feel like, Coach, whether it was self-induced for South Warren, that Warren East has, has weathered the storm that it felt like South Warren at one point was on pace to score about 20 points or more in this quarter, the way they were scoring the ball. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and by Neville taking that timeout right there, like I said, if South can stop us with, like, back-to-back possessions and they knock down maybe a three or they, you know, go t- – uh, go to the rim and, and knock down a shot and get fouled and go to the foul line. All that work you put in before I mean, doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. So she saw right there, you know, there's a minute left in this quarter. Hey, let's set something up right here. Let's not do, you know, let's not get tired, throw something away. They get a quick basket. Then they stop us and get another basket. And then, and like you said, then all that work, it's almost for nothing. Warren East just a point and a half off their average on the season. They averaged 48 and a half points per game. They got 47 right now. 102 left third quarter. Wouldn't mind if they break past that on this possession. It will be Lady Raider ball. Reagan Lawson will inbound from just in front of the Warren East bench. Amaya Carter, Natasia Alexander, Caroline Forrester, and Natalie Harrell joining Reagan on the floor. Harrell gets the inbound. Left elbow. Gives it up top Lawson. And then Natalie called for an illegal screen. Or no, they get it on Caroline. Caroline. Natalie was trying to wrap around the screen from Caroline. I knew it was on one of them. They were both in the air. They do get it on Caroline Forster. It is her second and the sixth coach of this half on Warren East. So South Warren in the bonus for the final 50 seconds of this third quarter and the entire fourth quarter. Left corner. Kitchens knocks down a three for South Warren. She's got five in the quarter, and the Warren East lead is down to 10. 47-37, 40 seconds remaining in the third. Alexander drives left, holds it up on the baseline, now brings it back up to the top of the key. Good decision by Natasia. Gets a screen from Carter. Left elbow jumper, left short. Rebound contested down low. Now pulled away by Deaton for South Warren. They've got a chance to make it a single-figure game before we head into the fourth. 15 seconds left to do so. Right elbow, Hodges sends it right corner. Kitchens walks to the top of the key. 10 seconds remaining in the quarter. Left side, Deaton, guarded by Lawson. Drives right, gets a screen, five seconds left. Deaton, contested by Forrester, just throws it up. Missed it short. Caroline with the rebound. And Warren East will head into the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead. 47-37 Lady Raiders lead it over South Warren after that third quarter brought to you by Willow Oaks Golf Club. Welcome home, Glasgow, Kentucky. Fourth quarter of action on the way 
right after this. You're listening to Lady Raider Basketball presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. 47-37, Warren East leads it over South Warren at South Warren High School as we get the fourth quarter of action underway. Warren East has possession up by 10. Riley Bratcher tries a left elbow jumper, has it blocked from behind, and South Warren has it back with a chance to bring this lead into single digits. Left side, Carson Deaton, three, excuse me, it's Megan Kitchens. Doesn't matter who it is, it's good. Kitchens has eight, and the Warren East lead coach down to seven, 47-40. Reagan Lawson driving right side, picks up her dribble, sends it out to Harrell. Starting five, minus Forrester on the floor for Warren East, Lauren Sheehan in for her. Patterson driving right side, runs around everyone. I think South Warren expected her to stop and pop with that elbow jumper. Instead, she finishes with a right block layup. Lucy now with 20, and the lead is 9. 49-40, 7.05 left in the ballgame. Hodges does the same drive as Lucy, left to right around everyone. Got fouled on the way up, though, and she will have two free throws. You know, we've, we've sat here, and you know, we've, we've knocked down... What, what are we up to? Eight, eight nine, threes. Nine, eight threes. You know, and we felt like we've had control of the game. Mm-hmm. But we're just a couple of possessions away from this being maybe a, a four-point Correct. game. You know, uh, it's going to get a little tight here in the fourth quarter. And I'm, you know, interested in, in seeing our, our young kids, see how they step up. And, and then, of course, our two seniors stepping up. Hodges misses the first free throw. Second one is good. She's now got seven. South Warren five for ten at the free throw line, and they'll be in the bonus for the rest of this ball game. Inbounds pass to Patterson is a bad one. Lucy saves it, but it goes to South Warren's in low, but driving right side. She just lost it out of bounds. Good pressure from behind by Harrell and Lawson forced the issue. Yeah. Warren is fortunate there. Very fortunate. They get it back still up eight, 49-41, 650 left in this one. Harrell, right side, Lawson across half court, tries to send it into the corner to Forster. It's deflected by Maxwell of South Warren. Coach Embry believes it was off of Forster. Our view wasn't good enough to, to decide that, but it is Warren East ball. Beautiful inbound pass from Lawson to Forster, floated it over everyone, but they say Caroline pushed off to create the separation. I couldn't tell, but they... I don't know about that was, one. Well, he was very quick to call it, so he, yeah. he obviously saw something that, that he, it, didn't, he didn't like. I don't maybe know. it was a makeup call for the situation on the far side with the ball out of bounds. Who uh, knows? I'll, I'll go ask him here. We'll minute. give him the benefit of the doubt, I suppose. We don't, again, we don't have the greatest view to give <laughs> our, I know, very appreciated input on these matters. <laughs> Hodges has it free throw line, now gives it up in the corner to Deaton. Six and a half minutes to go. Warren East leads at 49-41 to 41 here in the fourth quarter. Deaton, double screens up top, now sends it up on the flare to Hodges, driving right side, sends Forrester to the floor, no call either way, missed the layup, Patterson has it. Lucy holds it up left wing, South Warren a good job of getting back defensively. Right side Lawson, now into the corner. Bratcher drives baseline, missed it off to the right side, rebound tipped and picked up by South Warren's Maxwell. Left side to Kitchens, drives around Lawson to the rim, fouled from behind, and it'll be two free throws for Megan Kitchens. One thing that, that I don't want to say really worries me, but, but we're going to have to watch for here in the fourth quarter, the way South drives to the basket, if they're getting fouled, well, the clock stops. Correct. So, and So now they're scoring with the clock stopped. They are one of the best free throw shooting teams in the state. Exactly. That has not been the case tonight as Kitchens misses her first free throw. She's now two for three at the stripe. They're five for 11 
as a team in this one. On the season, they shoot at 70% from the strike. Second free throw is good for Kitchens. She's got a team-high nine. Another substitution comes in for South Warren. Munrath then checking out is Kitchens. It's 49-42, six minutes remaining. I've got a sense that this is going to be one of the longer six minutes that we've had this season, but also one of the more exciting yes. six minutes that we've had. Bratcher gets it from Harrell, driving right now, finally gets it across half court thanks to a screen from Lucy Patterson. Riley right side has it deflected out of bounds by Deaton. Well, here, here's what's going to happen. This happened in the first quarter. South has really picked up the intensity on defense. Yes. So what happened in the first quarter? We knocked down some shots, mm -hmm. some outside shots. That's what's going to happen right here. Somebody's going to have to knock down a few shots here in this fourth quarter. Lawson up top, drives right, screen from Bratcher, tries to kick it back out to Briley. Riley can't. Now Riley does get it. Free throw line, Harrell, right corner. Lawson fakes a three, now drives to her left. Back up top, Riley Bratcher. Five and a half minutes remaining. Clock right now is your best friend if you're Warren East. Bratcher has it deflected away. Coach Neville wants a timeout. They say Riley does have it on the floor, and they give Warren East the timeout. Could have been a jump ball. That's what Coach Embry wanted, but I do believe Coach Neville called for the timeout before the jump ball would have been forced. I don't think the officials called it before that point. By the time they finally called it, they could have called the jump ball, but it will be a 30-second timeout for Warren East. 49-42, 5.23 left in this one. If there's one thing that I have learned about South Warren, especially since I started doing the play-by-play -play for Warren East, it's that you can never count a South Warren girls basketball team out of any basketball game. No, and, and <laughs> you know, we, we talked about it earlier. When we were knocking down the threes in the first half, they didn't play bad defensively. They played well defensively, they, they offensively. Have. They have. And, they're, you know, they're just a couple of stops away and, and, and a couple of made shots away, you know, from this being a really, really tight ball game. And there's still a lot of time left, 523 mm -hmm. left. The intensity for both teams has picked up. Um, and I want to see our girls fight just a little mm -hmm. bit more this last 523. Lawson will inbound for warnings coming out of the timeout. Harold gets it just beyond half court. Natalie drives left, gets a screen from Lawson, has to pick up her dribble, now gives it to Reagan left corner. Looks down low to Forrester, can't get it to her, wants to give it to Patterson, still can't. Reagan has to bring it to the top of the key. Holding it near the midcourt logo, now 5.05 left in this one. Bounce pass left side. Harrell fakes the three, gives it to Patterson at the elbow. Lucy lost it, bobbled it, looked like she might come up with it, but it's taken away by South Warren. Right wing, Enlow thought about a three, pump fake, drive, kick out to the top of the key. Munrath has it right elbow, driving to her left, tries to go around everyone. Caroline Forrester sets up a brick wall, and Munrath is forced to just throw it off the lower part of the backboard, rebounded by Warren East. Yeah, nice defense by Caroline. She just kind of held her ground there and, and, and forced a bad shot. Lucy left side, double team, drives around it, Euro step, nice beautiful pass. bounce pass. Natalie Harrell all alone on the right block. The help came. Lucy recognized it, dropped it off for Harrell. She's got five. Lead is 9-51-42. That's a big basket right there. 4.20 left in the ball game. Bratcher sent to the floor, and they call the illegal screen on Frank. She lowered the shoulder and, quite frankly, lowered the boom, but you can't do that on the basketball court. No, no. <laughs> uh, ask, uh, ask Simon. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> he's done that a few times, and they're, they're going to blow the whistle. But, hey, I'm liking the intensity yes. by, by both teams. You know, and South is trying to get back into the game, so they're being a little more aggressive. I like our girls holding their ground and go, you know what? We've got the lead. We're going to play like we have a lead. Bratcher comes out. Alexander comes in. She gets the inbound, gives it off to Forrester. Right block. Shot no good. Yet they call the foul on the way up on Mitchell. 
Well, I it was a 50-50 call. It looked like Mitchell was straight up. They'll say she wasn't, but again, I'll say it again, our view isn't the greatest on these. But it, it did look similar to the defense that Caroline got away with on that last fast break. We're not going to complain about it as Forrester will have two free throws. And her first one rattles home good. Caroline now with seven. Hey, sometimes you get some calls, sometimes you don't get some calls. <laughs> I mean, Warren East has had nine fouls called against them in the second half. South Warren three. So not too much to complain about on the South Warren side with that one. Forrester's second free throw on its way. Gets the bounce once more. Caroline makes both free throws. She's got eight. It's an 11-point ball game. 53-42, 4.05 left. Hodges brings it across right side. Lazy pass to the top of the key. Deflected by Alexander, but Deaton chases it down. She sends it right side. Hodges, triple. No good left short. Rebounded underneath by South Warren. Shot blocked again by Forrester. Another try, no good. They get a third chance, and burying the left wing three is Megan Kitchens. Well, can't she, complain about that, that, that part right there playing defense. No. Girl, girls were playing hard. Ball just got kicked out. They're making South really work hard for a basket. Kitchens has 12. It's 53-45. Alexander broke the press but got too aggressive, had it poked away from behind. Here comes South Warren. Kitchens drives left side. Kick out. Hodges. Right wing, fakes a three, drives in from the corner, now swings it out to Kitchens, right corner three. No good, missed it off to the left side. Mitchell gets the rebound for South Warren, dodges one defender, fades to her right, gets it to go, and it's a six-point game, 53-47, 3.05 left. Patterson brings it up, Lucy Eurostep around Kitchens, count it, and one. The South is having to use so much energy just, to, you know, trying to draw close to, to East. And it, it's taking a little bit out of them. And I'll tell you, what, Lucy just exploded right there, right through them, made the basket, off to the foul line. Got around Kitchens. Mitchells was there trying to dr draw the charge. Got a hip check on Lucy. They call him the foul. Patterson buries the free throw. She's got 23. Warren East leads it 56-47, under three minutes left. Left wing, Kitchens has it for South Warren. Drops it off into the corner. Now gets it back, guarded by Alexander. Back to Deaton, left corner. Cross-court pass, acrobatic catch by Hodges near side. Back to Deaton. Left wing three on its way, missed way long. Rebound deflected, and there to pick it up is Natalie Harrell. Lucy Patterson wants it on the far side. Now Alexander gets it in front of us as Lucy comes to get it near midcourt. Natasha can't get it to her. Still can't get it to her. Has to pick up her dribble, and Coach Neville has to use another timeout. The plan there was to get the ball to Lucy Patterson, but good pressure was applied up top, and yeah, I mean, Warren East was unable to do so. Yeah, Hodges was denying the ball and, and, and did a really good job at it, and we, you know, we had, to, had to use a timeout. But, again, another good timeout. Reset some stuff right here. You know, in a great position right here with 221 left. Uh, you know, let's, let's just control the ball a little bit. Might have to go to the line, knock down a few more foul shots. Uh, but let's you know, make sure we're all on the same page right here this last 221. Feel a lot better now than we did about a minute of game time ago when yeah. South Warren cut it to a <laughs> six-point game. But credit to this Warren East team. This is not a squad that has been in this position against this caliber of team too many times this year. We talked about the win over Franklin Simpson and what it meant to pretty well uh, – I don't want to say dominate a Franklin Simpson team because I thought Franklin Simpson right. played well, but you definitively were the better team in that game. Yes. It would also be very nice to come up.
the clutch win against a team that is also seen as a region-caliber type squad. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, I had to watch on the phone, but the the, uh, the game was Barron County the other right. night. I mean, it, it, you know, with a knockdown, drag-out type game, a, a team that's got a chance to, to win the region, and, and Warnies went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. Out of the inbound, Patterson inbounds Alexander, nearly lost it in the left corner, now wants to give it to Lucy. Pressured, pass deflected, and it's stolen away. Lucy with a foot stop as she turns to run the other way. Warren East just cannot get her the ball. Kitchens, left corner, three. No good for South Warren. Rebound deflected off the fingertips of Eagle, but chasing it down in the corner for South Warren is Hodges. To Kitchens, left side, pass down low, and a foul called on Forrester as she tried to wrap around Enlow to deflect it. It's a double bonus situation for South Warren. It'll be two free throws for Enlow, and that's the fourth foul on Caroline Forrester. You know, the girls right now, they don't need to worry or, or panic right now. Just take control and take care of the ball. Mm -hmm. You know, get the ball up the floor. If you see something's there, fine. If it's not there, don't force anything. Play with the lead, and everything will work out just fine. Bratcher comes in. Alexander out. First free throw. Good for Enlow. Second is pure. She's got nine it's 56-49, 158 remaining. Harold trying to inbound, gets it into Forster, who hands it off to Riley Bratcher. Riley spins off a defender, now sends it over on the far side. Harold, bounce pass down low to Forster, deflected, but Patterson is up with it for Warren East, and now she'll take it to the top of the key, but as she does so, Bratcher called for an illegal screen. I, I didn't see that. At, I, I couldn't see that from I, my, my view. I didn't see much. It's the... Fourth on Riley Bratcher as well. It's an unnecessary screen for Riley. I certainly understand the idea. But South Warren has it back down just seven. 56-49, 135 remaining. Kitchens in the corner, kicks it out to Deaton. Now it comes right wing Hodges. Back Deaton, left elbow. In the corner, Kitchens driving baseline. Works it down low. Mitchell deflected. Coming up with it is Deaton. She drives and tied up by Caroline Forrester on the way up. Possession arrow will keep it with South Warren. Nice block by Lucy on that shot. Yes. And a great job by Caroline. Just got one paw on that ball but was strong enough to keep it there for long <laughs> enough to force the jump ball. Inbound comes into Enlow right corner. Right elbow Kitchens all alone for three. Missed it badly. Bringing down the rebound as Mitchell. Her put back no. Rebounded by Forrester. Strong. And she gives it to Lucy Patterson. Strong rebound by Caroline. Lucy now fouled by Hodges. And here's a problem for South Warren, coach. They've got to foul two more times. It's just their fifth team foul. So, Warren East, though, will have to successfully inbound this ball two times. And there's been some trouble with that in this fourth quarter. 109 remaining. Lawson gets it into Patterson and trying to foul as Hodges. And now she does get the foul called. <laughs> Fouled successfully, I guess would be the way to phrase it. And Warren East will have to get it in one more time. 105 left in this one. Lawson to inbound. I'm going to get it to Lucy again if you can. Throws it over the top of Hodges. And Lucy comes up with it. Screen from Bratcher. She's bumped hard by Hodges. That could have been the foul call. But instead, they get Deaton for a reach-in foul on Patterson. Well, that's one way to set a pick. <laughs> Again, Riley went for that screen, and, and she hey, was straight up that yes, time. Did that she, move. Hey, she held her ground well. <laughs> Hodges lowered the shoulder as she ran into her. They didn't call that one, but it will send Lucy Patterson to the line for one and one. First one, good. Lucy now three for four 
at the stripe in this one. She has improved tremendously over the course of this season at the free throw line. Up to 73% on the year coming into this one. Second free throw, good as well. Well, she, she's got her legs under her. Mm -hmm. She didn't have her legs first couple weeks, at least first week. Just as she did against Barron County, she's got 25 points. It's 58-49, Warren East. Deaton up top, sends it left side. Kitchens, three, good. She has kept South Warren in this ball game, did not score in the first half of this one. She's hit three threes. In the fourth quarter, she's got 15 points in the second half alone. 47.2 seconds remaining. 58-52 is the Warren East lead. Full timeout called by head coach Lane Embry and South Warren. will step away as well. Just under 50 seconds remaining. Warren East leads this ballgame 58-52. You're listening to Warren East Lady Raider basketball presented by Jay Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app. 47.2 ticks remaining. Warning East leads at 58-52 at South Warren High School over South Warren out of a full timeout from the Lady Spartans and head coach Lane Embry. Warren East has possession. Near side, Riley Bratcher tripped up and fouled. Two defenders there. They get the foul on Myla Munrath. It's her first, eighth team foul on South Warren. So with 39.8 seconds remaining, it will be a one-and-one for Riley Bratcher. She's only had seven free throw attempts so far this season. Only made two of them. A big moment here for the sophomore guard. Riley, two points so far tonight. First free throw on its way. Rattles off. No. Hit the left side of the rim. Bounced off to the right. South Warren has it. Down by just six. On the other end. All the way to the rim. Hodges fouled on the way up. And she'll have two free throws. Fortunately, that didn't go in. And no, it didn't. Have, have, that would have been disaster. Yeah, have a chance for a three-point play. And now four fouls on Reagan Lawson as well as Riley Bratcher and Caroline Forrester. First free throw good for Hodges. She's now two for three at the line tonight. She'll have another. She's got eight on the night. Second free throw on its way. Good as well. Make it nine for Hodges. And the lead cut to four. Still a lot of time left in this one. 32.6 seconds remaining. East leading 58-54. Harrell has to get it in. It's stolen away by Munrath. Left side jumper. Good from four feet. And it's a two-point game. 58-56, 27.7 seconds remaining. Again, Munrath has eight now. Yeah, I mean, and it's just, it's been tough tonight. And, it's been tough throughout the year at, at times getting the ball in. Yeah. Um, you know, not not judging, not trying to whatever. I'm just, just stating what I see. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you would think that would be not always easy. Right. But that, that's something that we, you know, shouldn't have to put a lot of time mm -hmm. in. But mm -hmm. obviously we maybe we need Young to, team. Yeah, yeah. and Have not know, played in a while. Yeah. And, and sometimes I think uh, being young like that, a kid gets open, mm -hmm. they need the ball then. If you sit and look and go, oh, hey, they're open. Right. Now let me throw what's too late yeah. now. It's too late. You, you can't say they were open at some point so I can throw them the ball. Yes. Exactly. And, and that's one thing that, you know, in, in JV and freshman, you can get away with that. Yes. This level you just can't, especially no. in the 14th district. No. no. 27.7 seconds remaining out of this full timeout from Warren East and second-year head coach Jenny Neville at the same site where Warren East knocked South Warren out of the 14th District Tournament in an overtime game 
a year ago. They lead it by two and will inbound out of the timeout. Looking to get it in, throws it to Lucy Patterson, just playing wide receiver, I guess center field back there. Gets it, (laughs) and she splits through two defenders, just running around everywhere. Now has it poked away, but foul called on Deaton. Looked almost like her center field catch over the wall that got her on SportsCenter (laughs) all those years ago. That does seem like it was a long time ago, and that was just 2018. At this point, 2018 is practically a decade ago. Oh, you're exactly right. (laughs) Lucy will have two free throws here. Excuse me, it's still one and one. Only nine fouls on South Warren, so hopefully two free throws. But no, misses the front end. And now South Warren has it down by just two and a foul called. And nobody for South went to the – the ball hit the no, rim. No, they didn't expect and her to miss. it landed on the floor. No, yes. yeah, you're right. They expect her to miss. If we could have had somebody Man. shoot in there, we get the get the ball. Hodges fouled by Patterson. She has two free throws to tie the game, oh, and the first man. one's good. Hodges has 10. It's a one-point game, 58-57, 17.4 seconds remaining. Second free throw, no good. Rebounded by Patterson. Lucy now driving. Double team, picks up her dribble, throws it up to Harrell all alone. Natalie just holding on to it. Down low to Forrester, layup rattles around, no good. Caroline got it back and fouled on the second try with 4.3 seconds remaining. Harold didn't know what to do there. She, you know, it's you're up one. There's, you know, eight, ten seconds to go. Do I, do I drive and, and get the get the basket? Do I, do I hold the ball? Honestly. I, I think I want to go ahead and, 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 and go ahead and score. We're gonna find out a lot here. Forrester. Should have two free throws. Everybody charged in like it was a one-and-one, but number one, she was fouled shooting. Number two, ten fouls on South Warren. Regardless, the good news is the free throw is good as South Warren takes a timeout. 59-57, 4.3 seconds remaining. Regardless of what happens here, South Warren is going to have a chance to either tie or if this free throw does not go in, have a chance to win this ball game. Caroline Forrester is three for three at the stripe tonight. She's got nine points in this one. It's been a free-throw shooting battle down the stretch, and we've seen now, Coach, uh, South Warren, one of the better free-throw shooting teams in the state. They struggled early on, but they've practically gotten themselves back into this game at the free-throw line in this fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, if they just hit half of their foul shots uh, in in the first half or or first three quarters, (laughs) uh, you know, we we could be down five or six right now. But, uh, yeah, Caroline's got a chance right here to to knock this foul shot down, you know, put us up three with with 4.3 left. Um, you know, so great position, and, and we'll see if this uh, if our senior can knock it down right here. Now, you, you mentioned on that last possession how you would rather Warren East have gone on well, and scored. What, what do you think overall? Because, I, again, if I'm Natalie Harrell, I don't know what I do there because your instincts are to just hold the ball, hold the ball, hold the ball. Exactly. But there was a clear lane to the basket. It, yeah, only because there was a clear lane. I'm not saying let's go one-on-one, but there was a clear right. lane right Which, there. If we go back, that's how JV won the JV game. Exactly, yeah. It was a two-point game. Warren East got it still. I believe it was Natasha Alexander, stolen inbound, ran down and went ahead and dropped it in. Yes. That was the ball game. Yep, that was the ball game. We'll see what happens here. Caroline Forrester just made her first free throw out of the timeout. She's got one more. Warney leads it by two. 59-57, 4.3 seconds remaining. Forrester sends the second free throw. And it almost looked like either she knew it was off off her hand or she missed it intentionally. I'm not sure. Missed it off the left side. As you mentioned, lane violation called. And South Warren will have a clean inbound. They've got to go the full length of the floor. 4.3 seconds to do so. Got to be careful. Don't foul on the shot. 
Pass comes in from Munrath. Left side, three-pointer. Clean look on its way. Wow. It's no good. Hodges was wide open. The play was designed perfectly by South Warren. Had a clean look to win the ball game. But fortunately for Warren East, it's no good. And the Lady Raiders will escape with a 59-57 win. That one looked good wow. off her hand. I, I thought it was in, quite honestly. Well, I thought the extra pass might have caught them. Yeah. But they had a, enough time. I think it was, uh, was it Inlow, I think, that, that uh, threw, threw the pass to Hodges? Yeah. And she was wide open. I didn't, I didn't know if they had enough time to get that shot off, and they sure did. And, wow, we, we escaped. Now, Hodges took a little while to take that shot. I, I think that moment of hesitation – might have been what got her. I'm not sure. You know, I don't know all the, you know, the, the psychological <laughs> aspects of that. Whatever it was, Whatever I don't know was, if there was an extra gust of wind that caused it to uh, be short. Somebody opened a door <laughs> or something. But either way, it didn't go down. It did not. And Warren East, again, I think the only word to use here, escapes with a 59-57 to win. That fourth quarter was brought to you by Bowling Green Fireplace and Grill, outdoor kitchens, fireplaces, and home of the Big Green Egg. We're going to kick it back to the studio. Casey Warner standing by with your final Cheetah Clean Auto Wash scoreboard update of the night. Then we'll bring it back here. Coach and I will wrap things up with your postgame show, brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and Recognition. Again, final score tonight, Warren East 59, South Warren 57. You are listening to Warren East Lady Reader Basketball, presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Back with you from South Warren High School as we wrap things up. With your post-game show, brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and Recognition, Tyler Eaton, Warnies, Lady Raiders softball head coach Philip McKinney with you. As everyone is, as usual, coach, very quickly cleared out of the gym, doing so perhaps a bit quicker when it's about 15 degrees or so <laughs> exactly. outside. But the action was hot in here, 59-57, Warnies walking away with a two-point win over South Warren, moving to 6-7 and seven overall on the season, 2-3 and three within 14th district play, although this win unfortunately won't do any favors for Warren East in terms of the seeding. Uh, when we get to the 14th district tournament, same can be said for South Warren on the opposite spectrum. They're five and eight overall now in the year, one and five in 14th district play. Lucy Patterson leading the way for Warren East, 25 points, 10 rebounds in this one. Reagan Lawson scoring 10. Caroline Forrester with nine points as well for the Lady Raiders. On the other side, Megan Kitchens leading South Warren with 15 points. The Lady Spartans go 6-for-20 from deep, but Warren East with their best shooting performance by far of the season. They shoot it 8-for-15 from outside, eclipsing their previous best mark from three-point land of five makes, which they set against Caverna and Logan County. South Warren 11-for-18 from the free throw line tonight, well below their season averages of 21 attempts, 15 makes. They got better in the second half, and that's what made it such a close ball game down the stretch, Coach, but... I think it was just so important for this Warren East team, however they got it, to pick up this win and prove to themselves really what we haven't seen since the last time these two teams faced off, and that's that this team is capable of closing out a quality opponent. Yeah, I mean, this was just a, a really good high school girls basketball yes. game. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, yes, it was also a district game, and it's east and south, and, but it was just a really good, entertaining game to watch. Uh, there was a few mistakes. But both teams, you know, knocked down some big shots. Um, both teams knocked down some shots at the foul line, uh, mm -hmm. and, and they got after each other. And, and, and like I said, it, and it was it, it was nice to see our girls with the lead compete 
and not only compete because I, I know it's it's really say well it, you know they got the lead well you know what are you talking about well sometimes when you get a lead and a team starts making a little run sometimes people don't want the ball right you know or they don't want the ball hit to them or, mm-hmm. or what you know they don't want any part of it let's just ride this out and get this win well that can't happen. Right. You've got to step up somewhere and, and, and take a charge, or you've got to get a rebound, or you've got to keep the possession alive, or you've got to get a foul shot. And that's what our girls did uh, yeah. during the fourth quarter. I'm very proud of, the, uh, of their effort tonight. It was a game decided by one foul shot. Gracie Hodges went to the line. South Warren was down by two under 10 seconds remaining. She knocked down the first. The second free throw was no good. Caroline Forrester splits a pair on the other end. South Warren had four and a half seconds to go the length of the floor. They got about as quality of a shot as you can. A yeah. clean three-pointer left wing. Hodges had a chance to make up for that missed free throw. Was a good look from three. Just missed it. It looked good off her hands. Missed it short. And Warren East claws out of here with a win. Yeah, I mean, that's you just said it all right there. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. And, and uh, yeah, but we don't have a band here. Mm-hmm. Or we don't have two bands here. Correct. Uh, it's not a packed house uh but that was a district tournament game right there oh 100 percent. i mean that that was that was fun to watch and i i enjoyed it and enjoyed it even more driving back across the river uh with the w from <laughs> south well it is time for us to pick out your player of the game player of the game also brought to you by oak tree awards and recognition and i believe the call tonight has to be lucy patterson again 25 points 10 rebounds really put this team on her back in the second half, in the third quarter in particular, Warney scored just 10 points. Lucy, with seven of those, scored seven more in the fourth quarter, knocks down three big-time free throws. I think we got to make the call to give it to Lucy yeah, here tonight, I mean, Coach. And Lucy even accidentally knocked down a three tonight. I mean, you know, <laughs> she was scoring at, at the elbow. She, like I said, accidentally knocks down a three. Yes. Down low at the foul line. Uh, but isn't it nice to, to, for us to have to sit here and, and talk about, well, who are we going to give it oh, to? Oh, it's been a struggle. There's like three or four. It's been uh, a struggle. So, yeah, I mean, she she did a, did an excellent job tonight as a senior, averaging 20 a game, and she just kind of took over. Speaking of struggles, we've got a guest here that I've struggled to get on with us all season long. Last year, we had a very fundamental agreement. Anytime the team won, we would talk, and then we would wrap it up by saying the next time we would talk would be after the next win. It hasn't quite panned out that, that way this year, Coach Devil, but obviously circumstances have been a di- bit different. But I, I can very assuredly say I'm glad we're talking after a win here tonight. It's always nice to get a win, <laughs> at, um, especially at South Warren um, under the conditions. And it is nice to talk to you. I hadn't seen you all year, I feel like. Yeah, it's been a while, huh? It has. Well, it's been a tough season. This was a game that I told Coach, if there's one thing I know about South Warren every year, year in, year out, it's that you can never know for sure that you've closed them out. No matter what lead you have, third quarter, fourth quarter, more often than not, they're going to make it a game down the stretch. And it felt like a game that your team needed to see themselves win. Again, it, it very similar to the first time the two teams faced off. You get a quality win down the stretch against a quality foe. What was going through your mind down the stretch in this one as you see that lead start to dwindle down, but then ultimately your girl's able to hold on, you get the win as the three-pointer at the horn misses for South Warren? Well, I told them at halftime, they're going to throw another punch. They're oh, going to yeah. throw a punch, and you're never uh, they are never out of the ballgame. It doesn't matter who's on the floor. It's because they have good defense, and their defense drives their offense, and they're good outside shooters. We got into some foul trouble, so we had to pull out of our man-to-man defense and go to zone, which – allows them more more right. open shots. Now, I've got to ask you about our shooting because that first half, this team comes out 
hits seven three-pointers, Reagan with four of them. That was more than this squad had hit in any game this season. We were going to go back and see, and, and Coach, I'll do it before our next game and figure out when's the last time this team hit seven. Nonetheless, eight three-pointers in a single game. What went into the shooting performance tonight, especially in this first half, seemingly came out of nowhere? I would like to take the credit for that, <laughs> but I can't. All I can tell you is um, whatever Reagan lost an eight before this game, <laughs> we're going to have her do it again. Um, but not only that, there was a couple other girls that had hit some good shots. Uh, Riley Bratcher hit a good shot. Uh, Tasia hit a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, I'll, if I'd have had a chair, I'd just sit down. <laughs> because they played really well. I told them that's the best two quarters I've seen them play. They executed, took care of the ball. We only had two turnovers at halftime. Yeah. And ended up with ten, which is great. But yeah. we got we to clean it up in the fourth quarter. And I was thinking, to go back to your last question, here we go again. Mm-hmm. You know, that seems to be the – trend with us right now but unlike the Glasgow game unlike uh, a few of the other games earlier in the year we held them off Mm -hmm. and you know that's big for us especially with a young group well while this won't be a game that counts towards the 14th district tournament seating which we talked about before the game is is really weird when you come into a game like this it's still as coach talked about post game it still felt like that 14th district tournament type atmosphere Mm -hmm. how important was it to get this win especially as you gear up for a stretch Four games coming up in a quick span, and then on the horizon will be that ultimate Greenwood game that will ultimately decide where this team is seated in the district tournament. Well, I think it's just important to be playing really good down the stretch, and anytime you can come and, and take a win out of a district away game, that's, mm-hmm. that's a positive, and especially towards the end of the season. I do think we are climbing up the ladder and getting better and better. You know, we still have lots to work on, but we all do.